This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. 76ers lose a critical game two of their opening round series of the Boston Celtics by the score of 128 to 101. I'm Brian Seltzer. Boston now with a two games to none advantage in the series, and they look like they are complete control. Hey, Joel Embiid had a great game tonight, certainly did his part, but a really disappointing defeat for the 76ers, not only based on how things ended up. I mean, you look at that score, a 27-point margin, that's wide enough to begin with. But to consider the fact the 76ers at one point in the game we're up by 14 points. It's pretty amazing. A 42-point swing from start to finish in this one. Sixers jumped out to a 33-27 lead. They were on fire in that first quarter, shot nearly 61%. Joel had 15 of the 76ers, 33 points in the first. Everything seemed good. Shake Milton, Josh Richardson got off to great starts in the game as well. And then in the second quarter, things seemed to change, and the Sixers, when their shot wasn't falling, you know, the defense let up. Boston connected on 62% of its shots in the second quarter. And the Celtics rebounding picked up. And at that point, it just totally turned the game around with Kemba Walker leading the way. You know, you think about Boston, and one of the things we talked about coming into this game was Gordon Hayward and the injury. And how would that affect the series? Someone on Boston needed to step up. Well, in the guts of this game, when Boston really needed to seize control, Kemba Walker was really big. He finished with 22 points, only three more points than his 19-point total in Game 1. But I think that if you watch both games, listen to both games, you could tell Kemba Walker was really, really important to Boston when they needed him the most. Of course, Jason Tatum continues to be an unstoppable force. Sixers started Matisse Thibel in this game with Boston going even smaller, smart in the lineup for Hayward. But tonight, you know, from from the early going, Tatum, <laughs> it's like he didn't snap out of that groove for Monday, and he just kept on going. He was plus 29 in less than 31 minutes of action, finished with 33 points, 12 for 20 from the field, 8 of 12 from outside the arc, 
the 76ers shot 5 for 21 as a team from the perimeter. So now the Sixers are in this 0-2 hole, and listen, I think that you could look at a lot of different things. You can look at roster, you can look at talent, but I think between the first two games, it's this factor of edge. Tom and I talked about it after last game. I know that he talked about it tonight a bit too. It's just like this edge thing that Boston seems to have where you know their bench tonight, they got so much out of their bench, did the Celtics, and there was just great hustle from that group. I mean, I, this is going to sound a little bit silly probably, but I thought Ennis Kanter came in and in the second quarter with his rebounding and what he did to give Boston extra opportunities, he helped change the complexity of the game. You know, you got guys like Brad Wanamaker and Grant Williams, uh, Romeo Langford at times doing some things that like it just helped. And this Boston Celtics bench while playing with Jason Tatum, extended the lead. It not only got Boston back in the game in the second quarter, it extended the lead. And it's just that edge factor that that Boston seems to have an advantage with. Um, The Sixers were down by 8, 65-57 after the second quarter. You get to the third quarter, and the Sixers committed some early turnovers. That led to some runouts for Boston. The 360 dunk by Jalen Brown made it a 15-point game, 74-59 timeout Sixers. And I I don't want to be overdramatic here, uh, and maybe Tom can comment on this when I bring him up after Brett. But it's like you're thinking the season's on the line, like right here, right now. You're down by 15 points, middle of the third quarter. What are you going to do? And Boston just kept the foot on the pedal of the gas. They widened their lead to uh, 23 points after the third, 98-75. And in the fourth quarter, it was pretty much all formalities at that point. I mean, you see Canner get the put back to start the fourth quarter, and that kind of summed up the way that things have gone through the first two games of the series. Boston with just a little bit more uh, pay dirt on the – hustle plays, those loose ball opportunities, the 50-50 plays, and, uh, you know, Boston took Jason Tatum out with about seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Joel Embiid left midway through the fourth, and that was that as Boston wins this one, 128-101. to Embiid finishes with 34 points, 10 rebounds, 11 of 21 from the field, 12 of 13 from the free throw line, 18 for Josh Richardson. Thought he played a pretty sharp game. He was 6 of 12 from the field. Uh, two for three from three-point territory, 14 for Shake Milton, two for Matisse Thibel, and just 13 for Tobias Harris, four of 15 from the field. He struggled uh, on the offensive end. We have Brett Brown on Zoom right now. I think that you have to uh, um, be smart about it. Like the obvious answer is to, you know, bring seven foot two out of the paint and bring seven foot two uh, up so that they, they, there is some level of, uh, of pressure. The, the, the punishment behind it um, is real, you know, rollers and scrambles and so on. I think that uh, if, you, if you look at how many baskets they scored out of the pick and roll as far as threes go, I think Tatum had three and I think Kemba had one. And they are dangerous in, in a mid-range game, this is true. And I feel like in the second half, Mark, we did do that uh, with some success, but uh, it wasn't enough. Thank you. Keith Pompey. Brett, did you like the effort tonight? It, it seems like after the first quarter, it, it just went down a notch. I think it got deflating when the, the, their shot makers went bananas. 
and uh, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, scold their effort. Um, I, I think that you got to shake their hands to the Celtics on some of the shots. You know, they were half court bank shots. Cantor hit one, and they really ended up making a lot of shots. There were a few possessions I think in the second half that you'd want to have back. That I think the effort wasn't at a level. Um, that it needed to be uh, during the sort of meat part of the game, the crunch time part of the game. I thought the guys were doing the best that they could. Um, Tatum is is a handful. Kemba got it going. Jalen, I thought, had a great game. And they made shots, and, and we had a, a hard time uh, dealing with that. 76ers fall to the Boston Celtics in Game 2, 128-101. Boston, of course, now with a two-games-none lead in the first-round best-of-seven series. Alec Burks had a different role tonight. He finished 1-for-8 from the field, 2 points. Howell Nato was the first guard the Sixers brought in off the bench. He finished with 5 points, 2-of-5 from the field, 4 points for Al Horford. He was a reserve in this game as well. He finished with 2 rebounds in 23 minutes of play. Tom McGinnis had the call of this one from the center. Tom, for the second straight game, the 76ers, led by Joel Embiid, got off to a really good start. It unraveled after that, and at this point, Boston certainly in control of this series. Oh, without doubt, and Tatum got uh, really hot. The only thing I would say is, and it's small, but, like, again, as I stated early in the game, he got two quick fouls, and he stayed in the game, which I understand, and yet the Sixers went two or three possessions without once, and I believe Tatum at the time, was guarding Jace Richardson, Josh Richardson, but going right at him and at least seeing if you couldn't get a third foul on him to maybe he gets out and gets him out disrupted, and now he's got to sit for the end of the first quarter. That didn't happen, and then he just starts catching fire. And Again, he like it's one thing you can see his practice and how it pays off. Like, you know, those are shots that he's making. Like I said, there was a time where, I don't know if it was Thibel or whatever, but it was in the third over by their bench, and he's back, and the clock's winding down. He knows exactly what it's going to do. He's going to do a turnaround fadeaway from the corner, and that's and he's creating the airspace with the fade, and, you know, he nails the shot. That's like when you're a scorer, think like where, how Kobe Bryant used to pick his spots and know his spots on the court and exactly where he was going. And same thing with Tatum with the step backs off the three. You know, he's creating the, the separation with a big crossover and then the step-back dribble. And that's like six or so feet. And, oh, by the way, he's 6'8", and he's got the airspace to knock down those three. So very impressive with the eight. I thought Kemba was really, you know, getting back to, like, the the dominant player we've seen uh, where he was good in the first game. But tonight he was, at times, unstoppable. He gets so low, and 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 he gets a shoulder, and he gets a step on the defender, and he's gone. He's to the glass. And then the other thing with Boston is – they run their screen so far out top that when a player like Tatum or like Walker or Brown, they come off that action, and then they're still behind the arc. So their first thought is three. And oftentimes there's enough, they get enough of a screen to shoot the three. So, you know, the bottom line is the Sixers played really well early on. And then in the whole football parlance of getting smacked in the mouth, they got hit by a huge wave and didn't respond and did not respond, and that was it. I mean, it was an eight-point game at halftime. It's still a game. But then to come back and yield 32 points in the third, and now it's a deep hole. Not only is it a deep hole, but you incurred a very frustrating and tough loss 
where Boston is now swimming with confidence and going into game three. And you gotta, you know, you gotta win Friday. You gotta do something to extend this series and see if you can't swing a little momentum, a little confidence back to the side of the Philadelphia 76ers. No question about it. Joel Embiid with 34 points, 10 rebounds, and the 76ers 128-101 loss. And I think Tom Shake, Milton, Josh Richardson playing really well, well enough for the Sixers to win. And we talked about the importance of this series for Tobias Harris, and he hasn't been able to get it quite going so far on the offensive end. And listen, in a series like this, when you're down an all-star like Ben Simmons, you need everyone to be at their best, especially when you consider the talent on the other end. And right now, Tobias has had a tough time finding it. No doubt about it. And then, you know, so he didn't shoot an overall great percentage from the field, but where you're – you know, they're making threes. And I think he went 0 for 2 tonight and, and from 3 and ended up with 13 points. But, it, you know, it's that ability to hit the long shot too. And no doubt no doubt about it. You know, you're count, you were counting on him, particularly in, in with the absence of Simmons – and then, you know, because of the starting, the, the shift in the lineup for Boston, you put Thibel in there, great, because he's a good defender, but you definitely lose some offense. And then Horford came off and didn't do anything very much off the bench. So their fours, you, you consider, even if you want to put Thibel in there, so let's say Harris, Horford, and Thibel for the Sixers, and, and Brown and Tatum are, are just crushing that matchup right there. And that's been the difference in the series so far. 76ers beaten by Boston, 128-101. Tom, what is next when this series shifts to, quote-unquote, home territory yeah, for the right. 76ers? Too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard I an know. interesting thing last night by Chris Webber when, in that Laker-Portland uh, game, and he was talking about, and, and I really, it never really occurred to me, but it's true, but like when a run occurs, the Lakers are making a huge run, and you know, like if that was in a building, like for example, in this case, the Staples Center, that would be so much harder to withstand because obviously the crowd, that's one of the things in the bubble. It's still the same old bubble. It's still quiet out there. You know what I mean? Other than the team that's having the big run. So that, that's one of the, we've talked about so many of these elements that are different, including to your point, how this would be in Philadelphia. And, you know, but it's a huge thing, obviously, you know, I'm sitting here looking at empty seats in this building as we speak. And so, but that's the facts. And everybody's, the, the bubble's been tremendous. It's been great basketball. So that's not an excuse. You know, you got to, everybody knew this coming in. They've been down there for, you know, five, six weeks right now. And, you know, this is gut check time. This is something for the Sixers. Like I said, you got to hang your hat on something, some pride. And, you know, the, the Sixers have made such an emphasis of playing in the spirit and the toughness of Philadelphia, Philly hard, as the coaches and the players say, and, and here it comes, okay? you got a Boston team playing with a lot of confidence, and they have one of their players is playing as well as any player in the NBA right now in Tatum. you got to stop him. you got to show some pride and some fight and some grit and get it done and find a way to get on the board and see if you can't swing this thing over the course of the weekend and even the series. But first things first, got to come out and play Friday, and when they make the run, withstand it and come back and fight to give yourselves an opportunity in the game down the stretch. Well put, per usual, by Tom McGinnis. Tom, we will speak on Friday. All right, Brian, thank you, and good night. 76ers in a critical game two against the Boston Celtics entering tonight, looking to level things at one game apiece. And early on, I mean really early on, very quickly, 
It was auspicious. It was looking pretty good behind the big fella, Joel Embiid. Tobias Harris with the ball. Harris out top to Richardson. Far side now Milton. They go to Embiid. Joel dribbles, goes in on Tice, puts it up. Good, and a foul. Then he lowered the shoulder. Very aggressive. Embiid was locked in 15 points in the first quarter. Tobias Harris gave the 76ers their biggest lead of the night early on. Ball tapped, but it's picked up by Richardson. Milton with Harris, Horford, Neto, and Josh. Here's Tobias all the way to the rack, and he lays it up and good. Ojale, no line of defense there, and the Sixers lead 25-11. to 11. Yeah, they started the game 10 for 12 at that point. They were on a 12-2 run. They led 33-27 after a quarter of play. In quarter number two, Boston, however, they answered again. They started getting rebounds. Kemba Walker began to pick up his play, and all of a sudden the 76ers found themselves in a hole after Boston went on a 13-1 run. Joel Embiid had a historic for him first half. The Sixers have it. Eight to shoot, 40 in the first half. Here's a beat into the lane. Scoop layup, Remy good. Slice through three Celtics off a nice pass by Richardson. And beat great mobility in a right-hand layup. That made it 63-55. to 55. Boston would lead 65-57 by a similar eight-point margin going into the break. In the second quarter, the Sixers shot just 38% from the field while Boston out-rebounded the Sixers by five. Kemba had 13 points, and the Celtics shot 62% in the second quarter. In the third, the Sixers, they were faced pretty much with a crossroads-type moment after this play by the Boston Celtics. Kick out Richardson to a trailing beat, and Walker knocks it away. Turnover on the Sixers, Tatum to Brown, two-hand reverse slam. Timeout, Sixers. Jalen Brown whirls and jams. A 15-point game. 15 points doesn't sound like a lot. It felt like a lot after that play. The Sixers were down 23 after the third. They would trail by, in this game, as much as 28 points on the way to a 128-101 defeat. Sixers ended up shooting 41%. Boston, 51%. Sixers just 5 for 21 from outside the arc. Two threes apiece from Josh Richardson and Shake Milton, who I thought played really well. Uh, Hul Nato with the other three-pointer. Boston, 19 of 43 from outside the arc. I mean, geez, 19 three-pointers is a ton, but they still shot 44%. That was led in part mostly by Jason Tatum, who was 8 for 12 from outside the arc. Boston plus... Four on the glass, plus three on the offensive boards. Outscored the 76ers 15-4 to four on second chance points. Sixers did a better job with turnovers, uh, only nine in this game, half their total from Monday, but Boston still ripped the Sixers apart on the break, outscoring them 17-1. to one. Joel Embiid's 34 points led all scorers. He also had 10 rebounds, uh, 18 points for Josh Richardson, 6 of 12 from the field. Shake Milton with 14, 5 of 8 from the floor. Tobias Harris with 13 on just 4 for 15 shooting. He also had 11 rebounds and 2 assists. 2 points for Matisse Thibel uh, in the game who uh, did not, in my opinion, have quite the effect uh, as he did in Game 1. He did get the start in place of Al Horford. Horford with 4 points off the bench. 5 for Huel Nato. Just 2 for Alec Burks. Burks was 1 for 8 from the field. 3 points for uh, Furkan Korkmaz, all from the line. And Mike Scott would finish with 6 points in some 4th quarter action. 33 for Tatum. 12 of 20. 8 of 12 from 3. 5 rebounds. 5 assists. 22 points for Kemba Walker. 8 of 16 overall. Uh, he had 1 important 3-pointer. 4 rebounds and 2 assists. 20 points for Jalen Barron to go along with 5 rebounds. 
10 points for Ennis Kantner off the bench. He also had nine boards. I thought he was really big for Boston tonight in a reserve role. One final time, the final score, Boston 128-76 is 101. The Celtics with a 2-0 lead in this first-round series. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.